0: Don't hear me. No. Alright. Yeah. Wow, who was using that? Wow, wow. <laughs>
1: I don't know what that means, but okay.
0: Okay. Are we good? Okay, make sure we're recording. Uh, okay, I trust you, I can't see your blocking.
1: See? Okay. I, I all d- right. double checking, triple checking.
0: Alright.
1: It's all it's all good. All going on the podcast.
0: Oh, we're recording. So, hey, welcome to What Difference Does It Make? Oh, good start. woo We love the 80s.
1: Yes, indeed we do. We should do a podcast about this.
0: How about how about we call it What Difference Does It Make? I don't
1: know. That's crap. I don't like
0: it. I like that one. That's what we're calling it. Damn it.
1: All right, fine. Hey. Hi, Dave. Hi, Holly. What's going on? How are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> uh, I'm doing great. Uh, it's uh, It's been a, a little bit of a while.
0: It's been, and I've missed you. Oh,
1: thank you. <laughs> <Should> <laughs> you oh, I don't think. You've been traveling, you. seeing the world, and I'm, living a life.
0: I have been. But nice. this is living the life, too.
1: Stuck in a studio? I This this is the
0: favorite part of my week.
1: Is it? Yes, it is. All right. I love this. Nice. I do, too. It's fun. Let's continue to do this. Why did your voice
0: rise a couple of octaves?
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, I love it, too. <laughs> you know,
0: I can do it myself. If you just oh, want to quit, I'll just carry is. on myself. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> don't you dare. Okay. No, I, I wouldn't. Believe. I couldn't. You're already you're already breaking off. You're doing the Stevie Nicks thing. <laughs> I can't. I'm no. Doing the solo thing.
0: I'm committed to you. You know, our our manager said that they thought I should go it alone, but I said I'm not doing this without Dave. Oh,
1: okay. Oh good. God, that manager. We gotta get rid of that person.
0: Yes. They take a lot of money too.
1: I know. They're taking all of I don't have any money for this podcast. Why <laughs> the really, manager takes it all. Is that right? Is that yeah. how that's working? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, okay. We got we got to work something out. Um, so, can what we, are we do it?
0: <laughs> can we get back to K-Rock because I really want to count some more down. Uh,
1: yes, we are counting them down. What uh, what year are we at? We are in 1982
0: and we are at number 50 yes. on the K-Rock, the world famous K-Rock, Rock of the 80s. I don't know if you can put all those together because they are the world famous K-Rock and they are also the Rock of the 80s. Yes. Um, we are count counting down the chart from 1982.
1: Yes, this has been fun. It's, um uh yeah, and as as I've uh, mentioned on every episode, they redid this uh this countdown and um but we're going off these uh the original countdown because there's a number of songs that time has forgotten that um, we feel we should include. Yeah, there's a lot of these yeah. artists that are like I don't remember this, but then you play it uh, and you know, thanks to YouTube, it's all there. Yep. And you could play it and enjoy it.
0: And I gotta say, fifty to however far we're going today, there's some interesting ones in here.
1: This uh, we started off with uh, with a bang, <laughs> or with <was laughs> some killer pussy.
0: Some killer pussy.
1: Uh, teen- Teenage
0: enemy nurses in bondage.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, did you re- Did you listen to the song?
0: Yeah, I didn't even have to listen to it. I remember the song vividly. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, although it's funny. So killer pussy. This is from
1: the album Bikini Wax.
0: Yes, led by Lucy Lamode.
1: Lucy Lamode, but
0: they call them a, a satirical punk rock new wave band. At the moment, at the at the time when when this song was popular, I wouldn't ne- necessarily call them satirical.
1: Oh, it was <laughs> yeah, I totally. I mean, I don't know. I was listening to it again, and I immediately thought of the B 52s Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, you know, that that little cheesy keyboard. And
0: yeah, it's fun. It is fun.
1: It is good stuff. Can you name yeah. any other pussy bands? Pussy like, Riot? Very good. Thank you. Nice. Others? Um, uh, do you remember Nashville Pussy?
0: Nope.
1: Okay. They were uh they were a rocking band from uh like uh probably late in the 90s, early 2000s. They still might be around. I do know. Uh, there's remember. a current band called uh Thunder Pussy, that's pretty good. Oh yes. And uh yeah, and yeah, Pussy Riot. So yeah, you know, still good. <laughs> so, I mean so still effective always, in the name. Oh, totally. You could always yeah. name your band after your uh, uh cat
0: yep <laughs> uh can i give you just one fun fact before we move on
1: please because i don't have any uh fun- oh yes i will have one other fun fact because i will always ask you is this on the k-rock list now or has it is it the song that has been forgotten
0: i'm gonna guess it's still there
1: it is still there Yeah,
0: this yep. was a big k-rock this was a big k-rock i was kind of
1: surprised i thought uh, i don't know no. yeah one hit wonder but uh still still being played on k-rock and uh and recognized so that's nice yeah all right, so yeah. give me the fun facts. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> so Lucy Lamode, who I said was the, the mm-hmm. lead singer, despite her self-described horror persona, she was a virgin all through the the height of the group's success. She never used drugs, and she did not have her first beer until the age of 26. There you go. How about that? For the lead singer of a band called Killer Pussy and a song oh. called Teenage Animal Nurses in Bondage. <laughs> How about that? There you uh, go.
1: I, I think a lot of singers are... actors i think you you see that a lot yeah it's always a persona i think i see that a lot in hip-hop like you know uh, i think a lot of uh like someone like even cardi b where she's you know (laughs) she she puts on this persona but then you see her on talking on interviews and she she seems very humble and and she kind of seems genuine but you know but you don't hear that in hip-hop and i think that's a lot. it's just always boastful but there's uh and i think you know, but that's not the necessarily the lifestyle they lead. It's just kind of yeah,
0: it's a person. It is a, a yeah, because yeah, you get to be someone else if you want.
1: Exactly. I think so. I think that's yeah. that's what happens a lot with the, in, in movies and in, in yeah. entertainment. They're movies, all,
0: though, I, I think more so. And here I'm just postulating here. Go ahead. I think they want to believe who they're seeing on stage in music is who the person really is, as opposed to you know when you see someone in a film or in, a, in you know in the theater that they're acting, that that is not, I mm-hmm. mean, for the most part, that isn't them.
1: It, there's a little of both. I mean, I think when they're, when someone's singing a song there, it's a little bit of, of their personality. Yeah. Like, I mean, a little, it's, it's, like, that, it's them. I mean, obviously, especially if they're a songwriter, but it could be taking on a different persona in, in a song, uh, you know. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: but, and then also in, in movies, I think it's, you see a little bit of, I mean, you're watching Brad Pitt, you know, it's Brad Pitt. I mean, he could be acting and doing something different, but you know, you know, that's Brad Pitt and that's, you know, he brings a little bit of his, of something of his Brad Pittness to, to, (laughs) to every role. It's true.
0: And, and you can't help but think about their, you know, the stuff you know about them personally or or, or alternately with, with singers. Okay. I'll use Adam Levine as a, as an example. We know he's married to Patty Prinsley, you know, the Victoria's Secret model. I do now. Oh, you didn't. Oh, we thought. Well, as a, as as fans, we know that this a, is common. What
1: was a Maroon Five fan called? Is it like you know, it's not Fanalo it's, uh, Or you know, a maroon. A, a maroon head? A Maroon?
0: A moron? Um.
1: <laughs>
0: I, don't know. I don't know. Maybe even you come a, up with a clever name for us.
1: You're a Five head.
0: Or Fiver? I don't, I don't know.
1: You come up with something because I know you are yeah. one of those. Yeah. And a pink uh, pink head and a Maroon head. Yes, I am. Okay.
0: Yes. I'm so excited. Anyway, so when he's singing, and she is in in uh, one at least one of his videos, his wife. I think it's for animal the video animal. But whenever he's singing, because you know him and you know he's you know of him and you know he's married to her, that you always want or you always tend to believe that he's singing about her, whatever song he's singing, Mm -hmm. he's singing about her. That's interesting.
1: Okay, no, that's good.
0: I don't know. I, that, I don't know problem. because I would prefer to think he's singing about me.
1: <laughs> right. Well, that's that's why it works. <laughs> okay. Open to interpretation. Who is he singing to?
0: Right. No. But see, I just think he's singing to his wife.
1: Okay. And that's that's and that's that works for you, obviously.
0: I guess if, if he can't be singing about me, it works that he's singing about his wife. Okay. <laughs> yes.
1: The shirt on or off when he's singing to you? Uh, it's you both. Like the, he takes it off while he's like singing the, to me. Do you like the tattoos? Do you like that look?
0: I, do, I don't know across the board, but I happen to like it on him. I like tattoos. Okay.
1: Tattoos not, on Jews. You, you approve of that?
0: I'm good with tattoos on Jews. I'm a tattooed Jew.
1: I know, but it's not like on your chest. You know, it's not How do you you're know? not covered. I don't. <laughs> I'm assuming something. I do Right. Don't. So.
0: I do have a new one, though.
1: Do you? What'd you get?
0: I do. I got an oyster. An oyster? My, my an oyster. best bud, and I got oysters on our feet for... A particular reason
1: okay i do know that your your feet are covered in tattoos apparently now right? no
0: just it, one one on my foot one on my ankle
1: well that's i mean the foot region <laughs> what's going on but they're two separate feet what type of oyster is it
0: it's a pretty oyster do are there different types of I don't oysters know. Is
1: it where is it from maine is it from uh, you know where or do is they it from make Canada? oysters in Maine? i mean <laughs> yes it's a canadian oyster it's a canadian oyster yes can oyster
0: <laughs> very good yes it's a canoyster
1: I like just mashing words together, as you can tell. Yes. All right. Well, that's nice. Just
0: so, so, so yes, I don't mind my Jews tattooed. Uh,
1: oh, but but you do have you've partnered with people. You've partnered with your daughter and with your your best friends. Yes, bestie. You have same. Yes. Kind of like necklaces, like whether it was like, like a mitzvah.
0: Remember the the mitzvah? Ne- yeah, the split hearts. Yeah. We used to call them mitzvah.
1: Oh, is that what that was called?
0: That's what we call know. them. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that's because all my friends were Jewish. I don't know.
1: Okay. <laughs> Learning so much today.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, but exactly the same concept. Except we have full tattoos.
1: Full. Ta- oh, right. We didn't. We don't each have half. But they are. But they're identical. Yes. Okay, and you got them together. We did. Were you holding hands?
0: No, we did them one at a time.
1: In separate places, or at, or no, oh, at the
0: same two- place. But she went first. Same tattoo artist. You should have
1: ran right after that.
0: I was. I was tempted to when she described it as uh, the feeling of an exacto knife. Carving the same place on your foot over and over.
1: Yeah, no thanks. It's not for me. <laughs> yes. God. it hurts.
0: And supposedly, FYI, that might be the most painful place on the body to have a tattoo. This is what our tattoo told, the tattoo artist told us.
1: On, I'm sorry. Where? On the th- top of your foot. Oh yes, I've often heard uh, that when you're, I mean, if you're being attacked or something, just step on the top of their foot, and that's oh. that's how you can, uh, yeah, really, uh, I never heard Yes, hurt Thank your you. opponent. Or like right in the, in the throat. They're just got to stab yeah. them with your harsh fingers. With well, my point, my <laughs> your, point, point will fingers, hurt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. oh.
0: Well, had, had I, I wish we would have had this discussion before, so I would have known.
1: All right. Just keep the face clean, please. <laughs> yes. That's all. Well, I the have. teardrops. Okay. Well, yeah. There are forever.
0: <laughs> so be careful. Oh my god. <laughs> You'd be my first tear. Dr- just kidding. Oh. Okay.
1: <laughs> After you kill if me, I, if that, I want to do this what? show alone, I'm yeah, just that's gonna... right. We're uh, <laughs> out for my homie. Oh, all right. So that's the podcast. Have a good night. Check you later.
0: Over and out. <laughs> just kidding. Over and out, day For real. Oh, my God. <laughs> watch your back.
1: Yeah, I'm going to.
0: Okay, 49.
1: Ah, oh, okay. Where are we? 49. I this just... one shocked me. Shocking. Why Why is this so shocking?
0: I was surprised to find Tom Petty still on the countdown in 1982. I thought we were done with Tom Petty in 1981.
1: Uh, yes, this and this was his highest charting song on K-Rock in 1982. Uh, you Got Lucky. You Got Lucky from The Long After Dark. Yes. Um, Good
0: album, and I love Tom Petty. I was just find, surprised to find him on K-Rock
1: yeah, chart at this I, point. I think this uh, was still battling this might have been the last uh this was probably the last hurrah when we go to 1983 i think there'll be uh there will be there will be less uh yes of the songs that you heard on klos and kmet there won't be any more of those songs (laughs) no mixture no never the twain shall meet
0: well we'll see remember this when we move on to
1: 1983 all right what um so you do like uh you got lucky
0: I like this song it's funny we were just talking about uh um you know your artists basing their their persona being their persona and it having you know their songs some maybe having to do with their own life uh this, this this song specifically says not based on or appears to not be based on Petty's real life because he'd been married since
1: 1976 Oh okay so and the song oh, it's
0: because he starts with the, you know, it, it's, it. good love is hard to find is kind of the theme of the, well, which oh, I guess could be, funny. I guess it could be really about his, you know, because he did, he did find a good love. Yes. But she, she says in the song, he tells a girl that she got lucky when he found her and he warns her that she couldn't do any better than him, which is funny because that's not really a Tom Petty persona. Uh,
1: yeah. It's kind of boastful, but, yeah. but it works. Yeah. You like the song? I, I do like the song. I, I. I have the album actually I, I actually picked out the vinyl like oh yeah I think I still have this yeah I mean it's a it's a good song I, I I don't I mean I remember this song I don't remember the album too much and uh it was always good to hear Petty on the yeah. radio Petty I mean he's one of those crossover artists I think he kind of worked both ways I, I think both ways meaning like your traditional AOR yeah artist and still kind of considered new wave kind of bordered both of those one of those rare artists that could do that
0: yeah, I never, just never really saw him as a new wave artist, but but a rock, rock, classic rock.
1: Yeah, you know. No, it was great. I mean, it was great for Petty because he got you know the kids were still listening to, yeah. got to hear him and kind of got introduced yeah. to Petty, and so uh, yeah, he, that's one of the reasons he had a very long career.
0: They say he he was one of the the few rock band, you know, American rock bands that embraced the concept of music videos for MTV. He did some great videos. Remember the, yeah. when the, the video for, um, it was shot in the Westside Pavilion when the Westside oh, yeah. Pavilion was new?
1: Yeah, Free Falling.
0: Free Falling. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, he's I was thinking, he, hey. He won the, uh, yeah, like Video Vanguard Award. Uh, oh, he did? Him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know for sure he did. He yeah. did win one of those. So, yeah. He he loved those videos. It was good. <sighs> yes, I know. Deep sigh indeed. Yeah. He he will always be missed. Yes. Um, but, uh Yeah. Music will always be played, yes. which is good. Always nice. Here's one that, uh, and, and by the way, You Got Lucky is not on the, the updated list, not surprisingly.
0: Oh, very interesting. Would, I would have guessed that. Yeah. Had you given me the opportunity okay, will, to get I'm, something right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. Um, okay, so this next one, um, uh, an artist's name, uh, the, the band's called Slow Children, mm-hmm. Spring and Fialta. Yep. Okay. Do you know anything about this?
0: Uh, that's funny. This song didn't spring to mind with Slow Children. Uh, there were two other hits. So no, this, are you asking me about the song itself or about yeah, Slow Children?
1: Actually both. Uh,
0: why don't you tell me something?
1: I don't know much. Um, but yeah, I did remember, uh, when I heard that song, I, I remembered it. And, uh, and I think you're also talking, there's a song called President Am I. That yeah. I, I, love that 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 I remember that. Yeah. Once I played that, like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, it was a duo, uh, this Woman, the woman, uh, Pal Shalzar. She's, uh, she was married to Jules Shear. Yeah, yeah. Which I
0: did not know until I was, uh, researching them.
1: Yeah. So, and she, also a songwriter. She wrote some songs with Matthew Sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I'm going to, sh- I'm going to hold up a, a visual for you because you love the Water Boys. She designed this picture or this cover for the Water Boys album.
0: Oh, this is really nice. Yeah. This is pretty. Good colors. Good. We'll, we'll post a picture of it.
1: Yeah, Dream Harder yeah, by the Waterboys. That's, that's great. Yeah, so she still does She's that. She's an artist. She is totally an artist, yeah. And th- and actually this band is still together. I actually went on YouTube and she performed this actual song um, in, like a couple years ago in Silver Lake. And yeah. She did? Yeah, her both of them. They I guess they're still together sort of or the, once in a while they get together yeah. and they play. And yeah, she looked great, still, you know. It was, it was kind of fun. They they just did like this acoustic version of the song. How fun. Yes, I think, I think so too. It's great. You, you know, like something you did in your 20s and then you move on, do something else. And then once mm. in a while, like,
0: hey, you know, let's, fun to come back let, to. let's bring
1: the band together and just kind of play some songs and, and,
0: you know. Let's get the band back
1: together. Yeah. Especially if it's just a duo, you know, like, yeah. well, let's play. So, um, yeah, I, I, I like this. I, I, that's why I kind of, uh, it's kind of exciting to go through these old songs the songs that time forgot like i forgot yeah. completely about slow children but then you play it like oh this is really good yeah I, I like this it's uh you know it's nice
0: i'm guessing this song though is not on the
1: oh definitely uh that is definitely not on there
0: yeah
1: um but yeah but still wonderful yeah um still uh, uh it's it's worth listening to when you check out our spotify playlist. Please make sure to uh to, to check to, out to, Slow to, Children, yeah, Springfield. Yeah, do the do the cert, do the deep dive. I start yeah. doing the deep dive and like <laughs> all of a sudden I'm like, oh yeah, Jewel Shear. Can you name a song that Jewel Shear oh, wrote?
0: Oh God. Okay.
1: <laughs> he had two uh two songs that you probably know. Um, one is by the Bengals. That's uh, if she knew what she wants. Oh yeah, I love Which is a great song. Yeah. yeah. And then she uh he co wrote uh, All Through the Night uh with Cindy Lauper. For, he did? Uh, yeah.
0: What were some of his own? I know he had his own. He had a couple of, of hits. He did,
1: one. and I can't. I did not. Uh, I was like, I'm going to stop the deep dive because I will do a deep dive. He, a okay. you know, producer and did yeah. the, his own solo work. He, uh, he had like minor hits, and I think he hosted some TV show, like a variety or not, like a music show on MTV. He was kind of like an 80s, <laughs> like kind of. He was kind of like, like iconic, a time, like a timeless like, Dolby type person, where everyone's kind of. <laughs> somehow has his heard, hand in everything yeah he had his hand in a lot of different things
0: played back up here produced this right right yeah
1: he's one of those guys so yeah So yeah. well, there yeah. you go so there's uh yeah there's your uh, slow children, children. jewel Shear. it's all connected
0: i hope we see slow children again on this countdown
1: oh um uh, will we
0: i hope so i'm not looking ahead don't tell me
1: oh, i don't me. know oh I, uh, I'm, okay <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know i haven't even looked ahead uh, I'm so focused on what we're doing right now.
0: Okay, I'm happy that you're living in the moment.
1: Yes. Eyes on the prize. There we yeah. go. Focus. All right. All eyes right. on the prize. Um, Which fo- next? Focus on the uh, number 47. Uh, wild sex in the working class.
0: Boingo Boingo.
1: Yes. Yeah. Can. Here we go. Ready for your test? Can you name the movie that this song was in?
0: <gasps> yes, I can. 16 Candles. Of course. Yes.
1: Farmer Ted, Uh, who's the guy? the The geek, the geek's dancing to. uh, No, is Anthony Michael Hall? Anthony, thank you. Anthony Michael Hall is. is Yeah, like (laughs) the the dorky dance. Yes, doing his dorky dance to this song. Yeah, I Um, was thinking
0: of Long Duck Dong. (laughs) Isn't that from
1: this? It is. Yes, it's one of those movies. I think kind of like Breakfast at Tiffany's, where you, looking back on it, it's just kind of horror. Some of this. Parts are very cringeworthy, and watching 16 Candles" sometimes it's a little cringeworthy. It's not like you know, it's it like is you remember it. It is, <laughs> excuse me, it is of its time. Um, a couple of very offensive things going on. They're like, oh my god, this is this is how we thought. Or, this I think is, I'm going to have to rewatch seen. it. It's still great. It's still really good. However, the again, I'm going to think of I can't remember the boyfriend's name, um, that or the one that uh, Molly Ringwald was uh in love with
0: um it wasn't andrew shoe
1: no no it was a guy who was, this was his only movie he's kind of a he's kind of a jerky boyfriend he's kind of a jerk too in this he's, he's just bored did all the we time. think he was a jerk at the no he was just uh dreamy and the ultimate and but i don't see what samantha see i even remember i remember all about uh molly ringwell <laughs> and samantha was her name
0: yes okay so yeah the boyfriend was i don't know if he was a, a one hit wonder his name was michael shuffling he played yeah, Jake my, Ryan. That Jake was Ryan, boyfriend. that's it. Yeah.
1: Jake Ryan. God, I forgot. Jake Ryan. Um, it, yeah, not the <gasps> not the best of the eighties boyfriends movie boyfriends. He he w- probably wouldn't be the best. I think uh, Bender would probably be better from Breakfast Club if you were. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, yeah, if you were choosing the bad boy. But I'm looking at, and I had forgotten he was in this movie. John Cusack. Oh yeah, who oh, you know? I have a massive crush on. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. C- oh, Cusack was... had
1: some great. Uh, eighties teen movies. Oh yes. Yeah. Better Off Dead. Yeah, say anything. Better <sighs> Off Dead is one of my uh and um The Sure Thing.
0: Sure Thing. That
1: was <sighs> a good one too. Although, you know, again, probably rewatch these things and go, Oh my God. Yeah. Is-
0: <laughs> no, I'll feel exact I may feel that way about the movies, but I'll feel exactly the same about John Cusack. Okay. Yeah. You should. Yeah.
1: He's a good guy. Yes. <sighs> uh, High Fidelity, one of my favorite movies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he's oh yes. He's dreamy. Okay. <laughs> and smart although and smart which I okay
1: is he yeah okay I'm going to trust you on that yeah uh, yes all right you're going down the the Cusack uh, yeah I'm going (laughs) down the the Cusack tunnel wherever yeah that's a lot of deep size? yeah
0: anything else you got on uh, wild sex in the working class (laughs) wild sex parentheses in the working class yeah
1: Uh, I I really don't actually Mm. Uh, yeah oingo boingo you know
0: this was a good album, Nothing to Fear.
1: Yeah? What else was on there?
0: Private Life.
1: Okay. That was a good one.
0: Uh, do you remember whole Day Off?
1: No. I don't think I ever, I, I think I bought the Oingo Boingo EP, uh, you know, when they first came out. And I, I think that might have been the only Oingo Boingo I own. Oh. But of course, you know, I heard them consistently on K-Rock.
0: Yeah. Throughout
1: the, s- the entire 80s. Yeah.
0: Grey Matter was, was on this also.
1: Okay. That's a good one.
0: So did I ever tell you I saw I saw them at the I saw them at the palace I've seen them many times I saw them at the palace I went remember the palace on of course on, um
1: now Bardot
0: is that what it is
1: Yeah
0: Oh I've never been I haven't been there since oh, it was that
1: go they do uh, they do it's a school night every Monday night you can uh, they have like free show it's uh, like a free show you can go there
0: See it's nice fun stuff
1: I haven't gone Let's in a long 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 time Okay All right. If, if you could stay, can you stay out late?
0: I could stay out very
1: late. Yes. Really? Wow. Um,
0: <laughs> but I actually fell. Asleep. I was sitting in the. Um, this is. I'm. I'm a, I'm a good sleeper. In case you didn't know that about me, I fell asleep <laughs> sitting in the church. You know, you were standing at the, on the bottom floor, but there were seats up above yes. in the balcony, and I fell asleep during the bingo boingo show once. Not because <laughs> they were boring. I think I was just tired.
1: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, I always laugh at my wife because I uh, when we were at. Um, in college or not in college actually we had already graduated we were living in new york and we saw jane's addiction at the ritz and i was down you know in the in the pit and like and um and janice she you know she didn't want to be in the pit right so she was upstairs sitting down and it was you know for me it was like the greatest show ever you know it was like you know, 1990 jane's addiction ritual habitual came out yep. and i was like and it was phenomenal probably one of the best concerts i ever saw and then afterwards you know i'm like i'll oh, you know, on, on high. Do like, you have to wake her up? And she said, I, I think I fell asleep during the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: Yeah. So so happened. you stayed it with happened. her.
0: You knew it was love because you stayed with uh, her par- when she yeah. fell asleep during. The-
1: uh, yes. Still one of my favorite shows. That was yeah. just, that was great. That was like, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. And yeah. it, it happened. You get comfortable. You fall asleep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when you sit down. I guess that if you really never, want to see a show, you should stay standing. Never
1: sit down. Yeah.
0: Hey, I, I would tell you. I'm sure I told you this. We've <laughs> spoken about him before. I saw we saw him at the you know Perry Farrell at the at the uh, Skirball Center at the Noah's Ark exhibit oh, okay. when when Chelsea was little, little. She was probably in preschool. I went with a friend and we saw him, and it was so out of context. He was with his wife and ki- or girlfriend, and wife. I don't know, and kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we just looked. at It's just out of context, you know. You're at,
1: sure. It's like, like, like seeing your, <laughs> It's like seeing your teacher outside of her. Yeah, outside the classroom, like. <laughs> What are you doing here? Right,
0: don't you live at school?
1: Don't you Yeah, like Perry, don't you live on stage? <laughs> yes, what are
0: you Exactly. we are in a recording
1: studio. Yeah, what do you don't belong here. He's one of the chosen ones so he can see at <laughs> <up> the skyrball. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, let's go. Oh, look what we got here. Number 46. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This is another King band.
0: Yes. King Cotton. though. different, way different than King Crimson.
1: All right. So, um I actually uh, do not know anything about this, so please tell me.
0: Oh wow. okay.
1: <laughs> I know I mean, there's a lot of kings and there's a, there's Josie Cotton also, but uh, this is not a they were <laughs> also different. Also different.
0: They were kind of like funky. I didn't remember the song. I remember King Cotton the band, and I think there were kind of you know th- this this song was like a, a like a sort of a dance funk hit
1: can tell you, as I look on this, it says, uh, King Cotton is a slogan which summarized the strategy used before the American Civil War by pro secessionists in the southern states. Oh <laughs> to claim the feasibility of secession and to prove there was no need to fear a war with the northern states
0: That's where they got their name
1: i I don't know wow. i'm just I'm just reading what Google tells me.
0: <laughs> well, yes, okay. This this song, Stick It to the Grind, became karaoke's most requested song of nineteen eighty two. It says it opened several new career paths for the singer. Sharing bills with the talking heads or playing gay clubs in San Francisco and New York. All That's right. great. I love this. He they actually called him King Cotton. That was his name. Yeah. That was the name he went by.
1: Yes, King Cotton is the stage name of Dickie Sony, a Texas oh, okay. blues singer born in nineteen
0: forty five. Wow. Okay. He's been around. I mean, he, here we he, go.
1: Are right, you ready for this? Yes. King Cotton achieved particular notoriety in the past two decades due to his appearance with John Cusack <gasps> and Tim Robbins in the 1988 film *Tapeheads*.
0: Oh, which I did not see. <laughs>
1: Most notable about the role as Roscoe is, the, is his end title song, Roscoe's Rap, which has become a cult favorite on YouTube. <gasps> He also appeared in the 1989 film Blaze, starring Paul Newman.
0: Oh, okay. So he has a little uh, kind of a varied career.
1: And it gives you a on Wikipedia. It gives you a link to King Cotton's MySpace page. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: And then does that take you to an error page?
1: Yeah. Oh, well, it's.
0: Look, like he's collaborated with everybody. He he collaborated with uh, Walter Becker and Donald Fagan. Yeah.
1: So King Cotton.
0: Okay, well, I, I that's funky. I kind
1: of like that. It is not kind of. I, I like that a lot. No, and that's uh, yeah. As we listen to that, uh, that is a Freddie Snakeskin song. <laughs> this, is, this is what I've definitely. learned is that yeah, there are Freddie Snakeskin songs, and that is definitely one of them. Um, so yeah, stick to the grind, King Cotton. Yeah. Um, of course, it is a song that time has forgotten because it's no not longer on, not on that list. But and, it
0: will be on our Spotify playlist.
1: Correct uh also uh missing from the k rock uh current favorites of nineteen eighty two but but on this list uh an l a band the blasters american music
0: yes, yeah i figured it would be missing, but were you a fan
1: oh, i was so much a fan yeah so much uh dave and phil alvin yeah. um just uh, a phenomenal uh brother combo that uh again brothers I, I guess I don't know what the if they they get along or not sometimes they play. Sometimes they play together. Sometimes they don't. I think it's. I, I. I. I'm sure there were, like all brothers, they had their differences.
0: Like the Gallagher's.
1: Like yeah, like the <laughs> Gallagher's and <laughs> like the Davies, like the Robinson brothers from the Black Crows, like they, and it, like the Everly Brothers. Like I mean, you know, just go on and on and on. No, but brothers just can't get along for for a bit of time until they realize they can't. Uh, they, a, they need each other.
0: That's a lot of time spent together when you're making music together. Oh, totally. Yeah.
1: And plus, you know your deep, dark secrets, too. And yeah. a lot of that, I'm sure, comes out, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, American music was just a fun—I mean, it was you know it was rockabilly, but it was still great lyrics. And just uh, Phil had this phenomenal voice. Still does. You Dave, never
0: see it. You, you really mostly see Dave. So I don't know.
1: Well, Dave—yeah, Dave has his own thing. And Phil, I think— Keep, I don't know who owns the, the name, The Blasters. That's uh, that's kind of a, that's also a sticky situation, I'm sure, at times. But uh, but yeah, you, you will see The Blasters play. Um, but I'm not sure who's in the payout. So
0: speaking, so one of the Alvins is still in the band, at least. Yes. Speaking of, of seeing them play, and I swear I did not remember this until they showed up on this countdown. Okay. So I saw them. I told you I saw Queen in, I want to say it was 1980 or 1981. One
1: okay, yes.
0: At the forum, and I think the Blasters opened for them. Really, and I had zero recollection because kind of, I was not in—you know—I wasn't into it at the time. Yeah, that's amazing. We should confirm that uh, members of the rock group Queen caught a Blaster show and asked them. This is in nineteen 1990- ninety. Oh, in nineteen eighty. So I did. I did. I had no recollection of who opened for them. I was so into Queen at the time. It they toured. The Blasters were on the bill with them from January oh, to is. May nineteen eighty.
1: July 9th, you saw. Them. Yeah, Queen played four nights in nineteen eighty. At the forum.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Let's see how well you can remember. Do you remember what they opened with?
0: Queen or the Blasters?
1: Queen. Jesus, no. Ni- 1980. They opened with Elvis Presley's Jailhouse Rock.
0: Oh, you would think I'd remember that. Does
1: that sound familiar at all?
0: It sounds familiar, but was that 40 years
1: ago? <laughs> yeah, I understand. I know. Um, all right. So wh- uh, what do you think the, their first song they played after that? Then they go into We Will Rock You.
0: They opened with "We Will Rock You." Yeah, Jailhouse Rock sense. into "We Will, we will Rock, rock you. you."
1: Huh? And then let me entertain you. And what else? And and then this was for the game, so they they, yeah. they went to play the game. It's a pretty good list. Then they their encore was uh, "Sheer Hot Attack." We will rock you again. <laughs> yeah, we, we are the champions, and then "God Save the Queen." <laughs> like, oh. the, like the, I'm sure the national anthem, not the Sex Pistols. <laughs> Yeah, looking at this this Queen list was it's just it's that's a great just, that's show. You saw him in eighty. Yep, I am super duper jealous. That was
0: my first. It was not my first concert. My first concert was the Bay City Rollers. Yes, but Queen was my my you, first real adult person show.
1: Or well, you were you couldn't drive back then. No, no, in nineteen eighty, so, I was so only went, fifteen. So you went with so your parents took you, or do my went?
0: mother? I think my mother took me, which is crazy because I don't see my mother driving from you know Northridge to the Forum.
1: Good job, mom. Thanks,
0: Mom. Yeah. Thanks, Mom.
1: Shout out. Okay. Well, and that's, and so, yeah. And <laughs> as you're 15, you don't really care about the blasters. Like, you just want to see right. them. I mean.
0: And yeah. I think I got there early thinking maybe I would catch them, you know, like, I don't know, because I was 15 and didn't you know, didn't know anything. anything. No, I mean, yeah. that's
1: what's so exciting about it It's all so yeah. thrilling. And that's probably why you remember the blasters. Is just like, oh, okay, this is a thing. This is yeah. a
0: thing. <laughs> it doesn't apply to me.
1: Yeah. The blasters in 1980s, just seeing them. It was probably tough. That's <laughs> a tough gig. For them, yeah. Yeah, because they were, no playing, one's there to they see were them. playing like the Palomino and, you know, like <laughs> yes. small venues and they're kind of a country yeah. rockabilly band. Yeah. It's it's an odd fit, but. The,
0: I would like it now. I, I don't, other than that, I don't think I've ever seen them.
1: I've seen Dave Alvin a number of times. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have seen the Blasters. I don't think I have. <gasps> really? I've seen, yeah, I've seen Dave Alvin. I mean, he's, I've seen Dave Alvin with X. A I've Blaster, seen- Yeah. <laughs> You've Uh, seen a blaster. I've seen a blaster. I think I might have, I think I've seen Phil sing before, but not, I guess, the blasters. I don't know. It's, Hmm. yeah, you know, yeah, the blasters are playing Starwood and Palomino, and all of a sudden they're playing, uh, suddenly they're playing the the four. Queen has anointed them. Here you go. Come on. Come on and play.
0: That's how it happens sometimes.
1: Love it. All right. (laughs) We are. uh, Number 44. We're just slowly <laughs> <roll>. <laughs>
0: it's going to be a lot to apparently, edit
1: apparently yeah i know exactly uh 44 walla voodoo mexican radio
0: yep from call of the west
1: uh yes you know i love this song and um i think i love the video even more for some reason the video sticks in my head yep you say yep is there yeah. is there an image that sticks in your head like when i think of it what when there is it? there's there's a thing in the i mean they're singing you know they're they're doing like this video shoot but the the one thing i remember is just uh, a woman baking beans and lifting up the <laughs> lid and there's Stan Ridgway like in the beans <laughs> like singing like his his head is in the pot filled with beans i don't I, you know it That's was just pretty a weird funny. thing so then i looked on wikipedia <laughs> and apparently those beans were cooked by Bob Casale of Devo so i don't for I, real I, I, you know, as in Wikipedia, I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, but I uh, but that's like an image that's still stuck in my head of that that whole thing. That was but, like a big video too. That Mexican radio.
0: It was a big video. See that this song just reminds me of MTV. I mean, I mean, yeah. obviously we heard it on K Rock, but it was total MTV, and uh, they did it in Tijuana, in like you said in Mexico, and they did it in a day and a half. And he said the record company, San Ridgway said the record company didn't want to spend money on the video. It was like an accidental hit on MTV.
1: I think that's how our hits are made, or you yeah. know, like you yeah. don't have a budget, you just kind of you can kind of wing it, maybe, or just kind of yeah. you don't have to be something elaborate. Like go for oh, everyone's going to love this. We're going to have right. explosions, Sm- and, uh, yeah, and breaking, fireworks, breaking glass, and things yeah. like that. Everything it's going to be great. But you know, when you keep it simple, and you know, well, if and the band when you're is an interesting, artist. Yeah, Stan, Stan Ridgway is uh, he, he was extremely, you know, in that video, is extremely watchable and just kind of intriguing. And so I think that was, that was part of the hit. Or, you know, that's what made the it. Yeah, that was a huge appeal. Yeah. Yes, and of course, this is still on the K-Rock list.
0: Yes, of yeah, course.
1: Of course.
0: It only, this song made it to number 58 here on the charts, on the regular, you know, like would guess billboard chart. 58, which I guess kind of makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it was like it's a little a, too alternative.
1: Yeah, but it was you know it was played on MTV. It was played on our local uh, MV3. You remember? MV3? Yes, I yes. Remember, I remember seeing that was actually in the title sequence, I think, and maybe that's why it sticks in my head. Like when they were doing the MV3 hosted by Richard Blade. Yeah. And two others, <laughs> uh, there was yeah, there was the image of uh, they they used a lot of those images from the the video to uh, for their opening credits.
0: Oh, I can't even picture that, but sure one that day makes sense. one day
1: you'll watch i'll i'll send you a link of mv3 i know you it was will. our local it was like our american bandstand really we get yeah came home from school and there was teenagers a lot of i think a lot of them went to my high school or you know a few of them got to oh, da- really got to dance on the mv3 <laughs> so exciting
0: oh, that's cool wow
1: yeah super exciting yeah. all right so we're moving we got to keep this moving yeah. We're just we're just blah 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 along. forty three the Pretenders back on the Chain Gang, yeah. still great. Yep. Are we going to see Chrissy at the Bowl? Are we going to do this? When is this? This is the summer.
0: Yeah. I need a date. I mean, we need a date. Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah, she's doing. I don't know if she's got an album coming out or anything, but she is definitely on that uh, Hollywood Bowl calendar. Yeah. Um, and that would be uh, that'd be fun. Always good. Always good to see her. Yeah. I feel like I've you know, kind of checking in with some artists like, okay, oh, good to see you, see what you're doing. Oh, you're looking <laughs> yes. good. Thanks these for so, having me. These songs still sound great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Sound, yeah.
0: So we've talked about this before. We've talked about this song specifically and this being a tribute to, this was right after James Honeyman Scott uh, died. Mm-hmm. So I didn't notice, I read a little more about it. So, and then Pete Forenden died. And right. the song Learning to Crawl was, I mean, the album Learning to Crawl was, you know, a, kind of a response. Yes, but then I I read that the picture of you that she refers to in the song. You know, I found a picture okay. of you. Yeah. Uh, do you know? She she so the picture that she found in her wallet was of Ray Davies. So, the song actually started off to be about him, but then the meaning changed when James Honeyman Scott died. I'm not pointing.
1: Yeah, no, that's well, that's interesting.
0: <laughs> so I didn't know that. Did you?
1: No, I did know. It, like back on the chain gang is uh, kind of a um, it's an homage to Sam Cooke. Oh, really? A, that's the sound of the men working on the chain gang. They do the same ooh ah. Yeah, because
0: yeah. what I read is that the the, chain, the reference to the chain gang in this song is reference to the music business and you know everybody, uh, managers, the uh, touring oh. companies all wanting their pound of flesh, all forcing her and the band to decide their future hire new members and, you know, get them back into the studio. So I thought that I th- I th- was a reference to the, the powers that.
1: I didn't you know. get any of that. All I knew was like it was Sam Cooke's. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, very that's all interesting. Knew. No, that's, that's, she knew the song. It's, I don't, I don't, I don't know if they gave her, <laughs> the, whoever wrote the chain gang song some credit, but, uh, but yeah, it's kind of, I would call it an homage kind of yeah. in, in tone or. Just,
0: the, t- the song. It's I mean, when you listen to yeah, the song. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, just melodically.
0: Yeah, I would agree with you there.
1: Moving up to forty-two from uh, an album that you can't stand and think <laughs> it's just a piece of garbage and should be thrown away. Um, it's <laughs> not true. It's not true. It's
0: just not my said. favorite. No, that is not you are you are putting words in my mouth.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: it's a, the song is too much information from Ghost in the Machine. Yeah. FYI, <laughs> listeners.
1: <laughs> okay, so you love this album. No, I and don't. You love this song. I am sorry. What you do? I, I you mean you do? I, I do. Not one of the most memorable songs. Too much information. Um,
0: I I happen to, as far as the songs on this <laughs> album, I'm going to go against everything you say today. Have, okay. Go ahead. Do tell. Tell me. Tell me about too much information. I
1: th- I, I don't have any information on too much information. I I I, I like the song. It's fine. <laughs> it's perfectly okay. Not not my favorite from this album. I'm actually surprised it's on this list. Um, mm-hmm. But it, but back in the day, it was. So what uh,
0: what what if you were? Do you have the song list, the track listing there?
1: I don't. But oh. uh, I, every little thing, and. uh A
0: spirits in the material world came spirits. from this too.
1: Yeah, I mean those those were phenomenal, and though this is the highest charting song, I believe. Is that For true? Few, as I'm looking at see now, I'm looking ahead. I don't see the police anywhere else on here. So this was their. This is according K Rock in this list. This was their their. Uh, their big smash hit.
0: Amazing. Because I this is that is is not I forgot. Yes. The, you know what song I actually I love on this album? The one song. I just this it's it's the sound of this album. I was never a huge fan of every little thing she does. You know, I like I mean, I love the police. And yeah. by the way, I saw Stuart Copeland get interviewed last week when I was at this conference in Switzerland. Oh nice. he was a he was a fabulous interview. He was so uh, funny and energetic and um, I just totally enjoyed it I'll show you a video from it if you would like I love uh, Rehumanize Yourself
1: that's okay. a song from this album I love that's a good song yeah but yeah there's some there's some really really good stuff mm-hmm. on there is he still doing soundtracks or what's the uh, he's, um, I like, he's or, orchestrating music a, a lot but.
0: he just said they played a clip during the interview of the you know he did the the music for Equalizer that series back in the eight, 80s okay. 90s they played it it was really good he's brilliant i mean he's
1: you know yeah he's one of those guys where you you hear a, dr- a drum sound and that's he like oh st- yeah that's Stuart Copeland, yeah. of course i think there's only a few of those yeah where you hear the sound like oh yeah yeah that's oh go totally st- that's for go star that's or neil parent that, <laughs> i don't know what he sounds like i don't know <laughs> yes. uh okay so let's uh, move on to the next oh okay, can we so not
0: move on to the next one
1: yeah can we not yeah this is the, this is our last one we'll talk about t- uh for this episode Finally, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees, The Cure, Primary, class of 2019, mm-hmm. are are in this song. You like the song? Uh, I have Primary. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yes. Do you know what's phenomenal about this? I mean, there's there's a lot of great things about this song.
0: Yeah, everything about it is phenomenal. Are you, uh, what are you? Gonna, are you going to tell me about the double bass?
1: I love the double bass. Yeah. How many guitarists are playing on this yeah. song?
0: Uh, there are no guitars playing on this oh, song.
1: How many, how may, what, are there any keyboard? I love the keyboards on this song. No keyboards. What?
0: <laughs> there are no keyboards in primary. Uh, what? <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> uh, Shocking.
0: Yeah. I just say you keel over and you yeah. shocked.
1: No, I mean, I, I actually, this is one of those songs where like, if you want to describe what the Cure music sounds like, you would just put on this song. Like, yeah, this I, is, yeah. This is, this is the Cure. Yes. I mean, this is like modern, yeah, modern Cure. Uh yes. Good stuff. I love, uh, yeah, lyrically. I love this this song. But (laughs) there was one thing that kind of made me laugh because I think "Primary" is kind of about like first sexual experiences or something. Hmm. Um, But the (laughs) there's a line: the very first time I touched your skin, I thought of a story and rushed to reach the end too soon, which I think means he probably got a little too excited about. Okay. You know what I'm saying?
0: Could you describe it a little more in detail? Okay, so what's happening? (laughs) I got it. All right. I guess really, when you think about it, see, I'm I'm a when I read the lyrics like that, I can see what you're saying. But as I'm singing it, I don't really think no, about it. No, nobody
1: does. That's why. Yeah. I mean, you, that that's part of the fun is. I mean, you you can hearing songs. That's yeah. why you can hear songs over and over and over and over again. Especially the good ones, you get something different out of it. And sometimes <laughs> you could break it down, like just hearing, you know, just the vocals or just the uh, listening to the double bass mm-hmm. or just. I mean, there's just uh, for something that's just got bass and drums in the song. It's phenomenal. It's really a, a great song, and uh, great. That, that could get them in the Hall of Fame just for that one song.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what did it.
1: Could have been. Did you see any of the, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall mm-hmm. of Fame? Or did you hear anything no, about No, not it? yet. But Trent did a nice... Uh, I read his speech that he read to uh, induct them, and it was really nice. I have to send you a link of him being interviewed by this super giddy interviewer.
0: <laughs> was it me? I th-
1: <laughs> I had thought of you. Now, I mean, it's just... <laughs> There's so much hype uh, sometimes with on these red carpet interviews. Yeah. And so this woman comes up to him, "Hi, Robert Kivis, Smith from The Cure. It's so great to see you. Are you so ex- are you as excited as I am about seeing you being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame?" And then he deadpans, "As well, I guess not as excited as you are." <laughs>
0: I think I did see that clip.
1: <laughs> ah, you know what? That that response is so Robert Smith, and it was mm-hmm. just it was just brilliant. And so congratulations to The Cure. Yeah. And congratulations hey. to us for finishing this episode of the podcast.
0: Congratulations. Oh, my
1: God. We got to uh, talk from forever. Well, but we're, not we're not finished. Not, what? We're
0: not finished. What do we do? We are doing the 1980s rock and roll quiz deck. Okay. Of so course you, we are. So let me ask you, since you've, uh, did you ask me any questions this time?
1: I, well, I'm, I, see, I love that you don't remember me asking you any questions. What am I doing? I'm picking a <laughs> Pick card. Pick a card. Okay.
0: Any card. And I'm going to ask you the question. Do not try and sneak a peek at it.
1: I can't see a thing can't read from that far away
0: oh okay you're gonna get it with the first sentence the cure <laughs> no okay this new jersey hair metal band broke through with a number bon jovi there you go okay <laughs> can i read the rest <laughs> yes please do this new jersey hair metal band broke through with a number one album in 1986 the by the way not
1: hair metal come on like uh. hair pop Pop, hair pop, metal.
0: Okay, but that's not a thing. They hair were not metal.
1: metal. All right, go ahead.
0: Actually, we would just say hair band.
1: They were a hair band, right. for sure.
0: Okay, the album stayed at number one for 15 weeks, a record for a metal band.
1: You put that in quotes.
0: Air quotes, yes. Spawned two number one singles and remains one of the top 10 best-selling metal albums. They two could, years later, the oh. band followed up with another number one album. What band is it?
1: All right, well, it's you Bon got Jovi, and we're talking Slippery When Wet. Are we talking about uh, the one after that, which I can't remember what that is?
0: No, slippery when went. Wet. You, we, we, is then, we were talking about and then there was the, New Jersey. Yes, yeah, that's the one we're talking
1: about. That's the one we're talking about. Well, we were
0: talking about, well, we were talking about the band, but yeah, we talking about the bon two Jovi. years later. The band followed up with the number one album. I didn't know New Jersey went to number one.
1: Oh, of course! Come on, it's Bon Jovi. Of course, it's not, It's the middle of the eighties.
0: So, before he made it big, John Bon Jovi, born John Francis Bon Jovi, on March 2nd, 1962, in Perth Amboy, New Jersey, worked as a janitor at his cousin's recording studio and recorded his own material in his off hours. In addition to working with the band, he has appeared as an actor in many TV and film productions.
1: All right, that's right. He was in Young Guns, too. I was about to say. Okay. Oh, yeah, was, yeah. He started, but he, he was, was one going of the down, main. He was going down in the blaze of glory, you yeah. know. <laughs> yes,
0: he was one of the guns.
1: He was one of the youngest guys. Can we wrap
0: up this episode of What Difference Does It Make? Thank
1: goodness. Let's wrap this. (laughs) No. (laughs) As always, a wonderful episode. Thanks, Holly. This has been great.
0: Thanks, Dave.
1: Uh, Check you later.
0: Check you later. Oh, that's you. Over and out.
2: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.